Hello and welcome. Welcome to Major Health Tips in Digestible Bites. I am your host, Cheryl A. Major. And today, the subject is junk food. So let's jump right in and talk a little bit about junk food. Let's talk about how delicious it is. So I want to ask you a question. Do you think you're addicted to junk food? And if you're saying, you're shaking your head, you're saying, no, let me ask you this. When I say double bacon cheeseburger, pepperoni pizza with extra cheese, donuts, which were always my favorite, ice cream, extra large order of French fries, potato chips, soda, candy bars, if just hearing that list of nutritionally negative foods made your mouth water and had you scoping out the whereabouts of your car keys so you can run out and get a quick fix, then you just might be addicted to junk food. Now, I have to say, my mouth was kind of watering too. Admittedly, I'm a little hungry right now, but I don't eat junk food anymore. But let's define junk food a little more specific. Um, There's a medical dictionary that defines junk food as any food which is extremely low in essential nutrients while also high in calories, sodium, saturated fats, and or carbohydrates. The American Heritage Medical Dictionary simply defines junk food as, quote, any of various prepackaged snack foods, high in calories but low in nutritional value, end quote. So, If your favorite foods go to work on your body in a very negative manner and if they have really little or no redeeming nutritional value, if you simply cannot say no when the urge to consume them calls, then you could have a junk food addiction problem. Now, the consequences can really negatively affect your impact, can negatively impact your life and your health. And junk food can affect you as powerfully as drug and alcohol addiction, believe it or not. Because one of the problems is that you are not alone in your craving. It's become socially acceptable in all of the modern science societies around the world to overeat and to overeat especially the wrong foods. The website, um, it's healthyamericans.org. And it reports that in the United States alone, 13 states could have an adult obesity rate above 60% by the year 2030, above 60% by 2030. And, you know, the odds are it won't take that long with the way we're going. And all 50 states may have an obesity level that exceeds 44%. Now, your junk food addiction can lead to serious health problems. So it's really important to get a handle on this. And carrying around too much weight, too much extra weight, is not the only problem. Junk food addiction leads to higher insurance costs for everyone, and it dramatically increases the risk of contracting heart disease, stroke, hypertension, arthritis, and the deadly, deadly type 2 diabetes that is at such epidemic levels in our country today. All this happens because you cannot say no to the fast food drive-through or or the prepackaged candy bars and the sweets that are beckoning to you there in the checkout line when you're trying to get out of the grocery store. So one way to identify if you are truly addicted to junk food is to keep a food journal. 
I highly recommend that all my clients do this, especially in the beginning. And be honest. I mean, you don't have to show it to anybody. Just write down every carbohydrate, every saturated fat, every bit of junk food that you consume. And um, another thing that I like to suggest to people, it's even easier than keeping the, the food journal, take pictures of what you're eating. Um, and I've actually had people tell me that they didn't want to do the journaling because all they ate was junk food. And I can understand that. But, you know, if you're on a mission to make your life better and make your diet better, there's no shame in admitting that. But if you don't want to write it down, you don't want to chronicle it, just take pictures of what you're eating. And then you can kind of page through your phone and you can see what the past week looked like. So when you see your habits are driving you toward foods with very little nutritional value and that they're chocked full of unhealthy and possibly even deadly ingredients, then it's time to take a closer look at your relationship with food. And, again, I want to stress this is not a test that you pass or fail. There's no shame in digging down into this. There's no judgment from me or from anyone else on this. I still struggle from time to time with eating well. Although I have to say my motivation, because I haven't lived as a depressed person for about seven years now, my motivation to never be depressed again is so high. That motivates me to eat well and to avoid junk food. Honestly, I would love to eat donuts every day. I love donuts, and they were always my weakness. They were always my downfall, but that fear of becoming depressed again when I ate badly, that's what keeps me from doing that. So my wish for you is that we can change enough of how you eat that you might begin to feel better and maybe have more energy, lose some weight, and maybe have even a more upbeat mood if, in fact, you struggle with depression or, and or anxiety. Experiencing success is really, really reinforcing with this process, and it helps you to stay on the right track. So we've been led to believe by health organizations and processed food manufacturers that the word natural means a particular food item is healthy and good for us. We're starting with looking at this word natural to talk about food labeling and how they deceive us. So you may very well believe this yourself, why, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? But, you know, arsenic is natural. Different kinds of poisons can be natural. They can be naturally occurring. Viruses and other debilitating and deadly microorganisms can be natural. Natural doesn't mean that it's a good thing or a healthy thing for you. So, so what does the word natural on a package of food, of processed food, really mean? If you see the word natural on a food label, it's not good news. You may think it might be. You may say, wow, maybe that's reassuring. It means I'm making a good choice. According to Consumer Reports, natural can be a very, very misleading term. Not too many food manufacturers would ever put the term unnatural on their foods. But food described as natural can be unhealthy or healthy, or it can have no effect on you at all. No effect. But Consumer Reports believes 
very strongly that labeling food that is not healthy, labeling it natural, and applying it to possibly unnatural and unhealthy foods is such a bad thing that it has urged the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, to ban its use on food labels. Now, that has not happened to date, not likely to happen in the near future, but that doesn't mean that you can't be aware that when you see something labeled natural, it doesn't mean that it's a good choice for you. So the USDA definition of natural means it does not contain artificial ingredients or preservatives, and the ingredients are only minimally processed. Well, that sounds okay, I know, but but the word natural means the products may contain things like antibiotics, growth hormones, and other chemical, other similar, other similar chemicals. Regulations are actually pretty lenient for foods that are labeled natural. So if this labeling foods as natural seems confusing to you, you're, you're not alone. They did a study not too, too long ago of a thousand shoppers. And again, this involved consumer reports. And what the study revealed was that 60% of the survey takers actively searched out the term natural on food labels. And 66% of the people polled expressed a belief that that term natural meant that the food was without artificial ingredients. The food had no artificial ingredients. It um, had no genetically modified organisms and no pesticides. But none of those requirements is mandatory for a food to carry the natural designation. So it's kind of a thing, do you feel lucky? Because maybe it's okay, maybe it's not. It's very, very tricky. So with no hard and fast rules as to exactly what natural natural means, the adjective is trusted too much as it applies to our food. So what steps should, should you take to find out if the food you are considering buying is actually natural or not? So if you really, really want to know, you need to do some work. The the regulations are really loosey-goosey, and therefore your first move should be to contact the food manufacturer. If it's something that you're absolutely married to and you want to find out, um, I could name a few things that I would love to eat again. Um, Cheez-Its. Okay, I would love to eat Cheez-Its again. So loved the salt, loved the the taste of the cheddar, loved the crunch. My gosh. So if I wanted to eat those again and I really wanted to know what was in them, my first move should be to contact the manufacturer. And I would need to speak with an actual person. I would need to ask some hard questions. I would record the name of the individual with whom I was speaking And I would ask that any and all relevant information be sent to me by a snail mail or by email. Now, if you do this, and if a representative for a food manufacturer or processor tells you that information is, quote, proprietary, end quote, and cannot be revealed, that should set off your alarm bells totally. Your alarm bells should go off. Don't forget that foods with tons of sugar and calories may truly truly be natural, truthfully even be natural. 
but that does not make them healthy. The bottom line, try to avoid packaged foods whenever you possibly can. Eat whole foods. It's just easier to be sure that you're making a good choice. Eat more fruits and vegetables. Eat more fruits and vegetables than you eat processed food items, and you will automatically enjoy more truly natural, healthy foods. You don't have to find a label on some broccoli. You don't have to look for a label on a head of cauliflower. You don't have to look for a label on an onion. So you get my drift. Junk food can poison you. And just giving you one little tool to go to the grocery store with the next time you go shopping. Be aware of that one word, natural, on foods. And when you see it, be suspicious. That is your one clue for today. And I want you to take it, run with it. We'll have more information coming up on label reading. It's important. It's absolutely critical that you learn to protect yourself and you do it by being wise to the processed food companies and you need to know their tricks. And another thing, the front of the package, that's advertising and they don't have to tell the truth there. It's a whole complicated thing about where you look for the truth. Hint, hint, it's on the back of the package. But anything you see on the front of the package is to get you to pick up the package and say, oh, this looks like a good choice and put it in your basket and buy it. So more later, but that's my, that's my diatribe for today. I hope this was helpful. This is Cheryl A. Major with Major Health Tips and Digestible Bites, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.